Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, the Barbie movie has been banned in Vietnam, and not because they object to dolls or general pinkness, but because one of one particular scene that features a map of the South China Sea. Richard Collins is Professor of Law at Queen's University, Belfast. Uh, good afternoon, Richard. Hey, this one. Uh, no, you know about the map, obviously, but not not so much the Barbie movie, I imagine. But uh, I ha- haven't had a chance to see it. Yeah, yet, but it's, not, it's on the list. Yeah, on this on this particular map. So so it's been reported anyway. It's it's called the Nine Dash Line Map of the South China Sea. What does that mean? Well, it's a map that's been produced. It came into kind of the public domain a few years ago when there was the case brought before the uh, Permanent Court of Arbitration uh, between the Philippines and China. The Philippines challenging. Uh, China's claim to the South China Sea and China put forward this map. Um, it's, it's been around about a, a decade or so in the public eye as the Nine Dash Line map, but it's got a historical pedigree. China claims that it's it's used this map over the centuries to, to show, demonstrate its claim to ownership or control of the South China Sea. The problem is historically older versions of the map, there's one that has 11 dashes and the dashes are in a different place by sort of cartographical standards and marine charts, it's not a very precise and it's not a very convincing map from that point of view. Um, yeah, and it was found in the in the arbitration proceedings between the Philippines and China. They they found that this nine-dash line claim had no basis whatsoever in international law. Right, OK. Well, just because you put lines on a map doesn't mean you own something, presumably. Yeah. So, so the, uh, this part of the South China Sea, is it the Spratlys, this group of islands that they're really disputing, or, or, or the sea itself? Well, well, from Vietnam's perspective, it's the Parasol Islands more to the west, close to the uh, the Vietnamese coast, where they occupy a number of those islands and claim control of them. Plus, they claim, just from the Vietnamese con- coastline, a, a, a claim to the exclusive economic zone or exclusive fishing rights, essentially going out to about 200 nautical miles outwards into the South China Sea. And that overlaps with the islands, which and China occupies some of them. And then over in the more to the east, you've got the Spratly Islands, and there they're more in dispute with the Philippines and Scarborough Shoal as well in the South China Seas as part of that dispute. Um, oh, okay, but, so, but, so is it just China and Vietnam disputing this area? Uh, other countries, it, the whole South China Sea is, is broadly disputed between China, uh, including Taiwan. Whether we, how we categorize that, China, Taiwan. Mm. The Philippines, Vietnam, Malaysia and Brunei to the south as well also have claims based on their coastline extending outwards into the sea. The main players, though, are Vietnam, Philippines and China okay. in this dispute. How much oil is there? Uh, there's some there's some uh, oil and petrochemical deposits and mineral, possible mineral deposits. Um, the, the, the seabed... Get, so the basis of the dispute basically is if you can control the islands, you can claim sea jurisdiction around them which also potentially includes the seabed but this is itself a highly complicated issue under international law because it depends on the status of the island and its ability to sustain human life and habitation as to whether you can claim additional rights in the seabed and exclusive fishing rights otherwise we just call them rocks rather than islands and (laughs) rocks under international law have uh, rights to a small 12 mile territorial sea around them but Mm. no none of these additional resource-based rights so this explains why, kind of background to this, there's been a lot of kind of reclamation works of islands, terraforming islands into kind of more habitable. There's airships, airstrips being built on them. China's been sending uh, kind of um, naval boats, but also now tourist vessels out to the islands and conducting tourism, all to try and sustain this view that those islands are habited and therefore have 
these additional kind of rights. Okay, but there are, are there people actually living on any of them? Uh, Temporarily, yes. And some of the islands, there there are now kind of what we call kind of permanent populations. Historically, that wasn't really... Historically, most of the islands in the South China Sea were seen more as kind of navigational dangers rather than actually... Mm. And many of them weren't even what we'd call islands. Some of them were fully submerged kind of reefs at, at, at when it was high tide. So we call them low tide elevations under international law. And they, they have very little status and, and, and very and affects claims to territory in a very limited way, if at all. Um, so the works to kind of turn them into fully formed islands um, have been ongoing for a while. But again, during the same arbitration, the, the, um, the International Tribunal in the case said that those islands should be considered in their natural form rather than after all of these mm. kind of artificial works. It, it seems place. an awful lot of trouble to go to, to they claim. Or, I mean, the, the, is it just that they think there's mineral and oil down there and, that, and that's worth something? Is that Partly the, the, there's that element to it. There's the fishing rights. It's a, there, these are, I can't remember the exact proportion, but China takes a significant proportion of its annual fish and seafood diet from the South China Sea. So controlling fishing rights is, is important. Um, you've got very kind of traditional fishing act taking place from the Philippines around Scarborough Shoal and, and, and Spratly Island. So this fishing rights comes into it, but also just as a kind of navigational com- commercial communication route, the South China Sea is hugely important. A significant portion of international trade freight goes through those waters. So it's kind of a strategic flashpoint on a number of fronts. So states are very keen to be able to stake their claim in it uh, and control it. It's only China that tries to claim the entirety of the South China Sea. That's the, yeah. that's the contra- controversy around this nine-dash line map and why Vietnam and the Philippines have been very vehement in their, uh, in their claims that this, 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 this nine-dash line map has no basis whatsoever in law. Yeah, it's an odd thing to ban the Barbie movie over. But they have, <laughs> they have banned other films as well that have I, ma- I made similar references. So, yeah. yeah, I think so, Abominable, the Pixar, I think it was Pixar or DreamWorks film a couple yeah. of years ago was the, one of the last ones to, to fall foul of this as well. Yeah, I mean, so, there, there might have been Netflix one right. as well that was taken off. Uh, but it's not like because Barbie says so, then that's, that settles <laughs> the argument, really, in, yeah, in, in, in any international ar- arbitration. Sadly, when I told people I was going on the radio to talk about Barbie, Barbie doesn't really <laughs> come to this very much, unfortunately. Uh, Richard, thanks, William, for coming in to no talk to us today. All. That was uh, Richard Collins there, Professor of Law at Queen's University at Belfast. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.